Hello and welcome to, to this week's episode of We Know We Ho. This is Tracy Paso. This is episode 32. And today is November 23rd. We have a very special Thanksgiving episode for you today. I'm your host and I'm here with um, my two hosts, uh, co-hosts today, Lauren Goldstein and Maxine Tatlanghari. Hello, beautiful ladies. How are you? Hi. Hi. Cold. It's cold. cold. <laughs> it has gotten cold. Well, it's appropriate weather for Thanksgiving week, oh. isn't it? <laughs> yes. Well, before we get into things, um, people are probably, probably wondering what is so special about this weekend. It's not only going to be focused on Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about a little bit of things because we've had uh, a little bit of change things um, here in LA and West Hollywood with the closing um, of the patio dining on Wednesday. Uh, but we're really going to be focusing on two things. Um, one, uh, our small businesses and uh, the Shop Small Saturday event, um, as well as Giving Tuesday. But before we do that, let's uh, go ahead and talk about uh, Thanksgiving and some of the options. Miss um, Lauren, I'd love for you to share with us because you are always on top of things with our Instagram. We've had a big change where there's no patio dining on Thursday. So what are some of the top picks that you see maybe coming up today that we haven't mentioned? I mean, everything now is going to be takeout because you can't dine in. So I feel like all these restaurants are just sitting on this inventory. So I feel like there's going to be a lot more, you know, coming up over the next couple of days. But I mean, you have Craig's is now going to do the takeout. I'm sure, I'm not sure what the Rainbow Bar is doing. Um, I know La Boheme is going to end up doing takeout. Sunset Tower is doing takeout for Thanksgiving. Kitchen 24 is doing takeout. <laughs> I feel every, I mean, if anybody had, you know, reservations to go and have Thanksgiving dinner out, you're going to be able to take it home now because, I mean, a lot of people are probably going to donate. The meals, I'm hoping, a lot of people will probably feed their staff mm -hmm. with food that they bought for Thanksgiving. So, I mean, yeah, that's really what's happening. All right. Well, I'm sure that everyone, if you had a reservation, probably got a notification from those restaurants. And we would love for you to continue to support them by um, still taking your meal to go with those restaurants or having it delivered um, I know like a, a couple of other things. Uh, my favorite is the chicken pot pie actually at the farmer's market in Huntington's meat. If you're looking for something a little bit non-traditional, <laughs> um, and, um, also, um, on those cake and pie deliveries, um, you know, for those of you that are looking, I know cake monkey's got some great stuff, um, as well as sweet lady Jane's, uh, for your pie deliveries. Um, ladies, I don't know if you have picked out anything for your sweet treat for Thanksgiving. I just had a Sunday like mood yesterday. And I think we talk about cake monkey way too much because all of a sudden I was on Postmates ordering four things on a Sunday afternoon. The blondie, the blueberry popover, the raspberry red velvet cake, and like an ice cream sandwich. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So I figure I'll just be like eating those all week. Um, I had the popover and that was delicious. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that was cake fun cake. I'm a sweet lady Jane fan. I love that. That is my favorite. Cake. That is my normal birthday cake. I love um, it. But Tracy kind of turned me on to cake monkey. And that's what I was feeling yesterday. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I did. I don't know if they're making mini pies, but um, 
lots of great options out there. So make sure you check out those um, two things if you haven't. Um, still time to get your order in for that. Let's get right into this week's episode with our special guest to highlight the importance of supporting your local business, particularly for Small Business Saturday this upcoming weekend. We are excited to welcome today to We Know WeHo, Anthony Cairo. Anthony Cairo is a native New Yorker and the founder of Candle Delirium. Prior to opening Candle Delirium, he managed the accounting departments for several New York-based multinational entertainment companies, including Virgin EMI Music and Time Warner. Cairo's impetus for opening Candle Delirium was simple. He wanted to offer the best candle lines from New York to Paris in an enchanting shopping experience that is rivaled by no other retail space in Los Angeles. He hand-selected the world's finest candles and assembled a must-have collection of lanterns, sconces, holders, and everyday candle accessories. Designed by Cairo, the interior of Candle Delirium is clad with an eclectic forest fantasy theme, complete with a 30-foot sculpted metal tree and flower water in the entry sequence. Metal vines growing along the walls, birch trees growing out of the shelves, and twigs and branches affixed to overhead light fixtures, giving the appearance of sunlight filtering through trees overhead. Candle Delirium opened its flagship store in October 2003 on Santa Monica Boulevard in a beautiful 3,400-square-foot building. The store carries over 35 lines of candles, including most of the world's finest candles from New York to Paris. Candle Delirium features candles, candle accessories, sconces, lanterns, and other candle-related effects imported from all over Europe and Asia. Candle Delirium also offers an exclusive line of custom gift baskets for private and corporate giving. Gift assemblies include baskets and containers imported from Morocco, Asia, and Europe that can be filled with endless combinations of candles and accessories appropriate for men and women for any occasion, ranging from formal to informal. Welcome to We Know WeHo, Anthony Cairo. Thank you. Hello. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Uh, very good. I knew that you were super, super busy, which makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's starting. Uh, this is probably one of the biggest weeks uh, of the year for us. So it's it's uh, gearing into into the holiday season and stuff. Um, I just wanted to say I don't carry 35 lines now. It's up to 75 lines. 75, oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So seven, that's a little outdated. 75 brands now we carry. So. Yeah. Okay. And I had, there was a long list and Anthony, I didn't mention any of them because I couldn't no, pronounce okay. a lot of them. I, I admittedly, I should that's know, but I know like my favorites, right? Like diptyque. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and believe me, the butchering of all of those names is, has, is not, uh, you wouldn't have butchered it any more than most people butcher them. I will just leave it that if you're looking for your favorite candle, um, you guys probably carry right. it. <laughs> Yep. Yes. Well, and for our listeners who don't know, they're like, where is Candle Delirium? You're kind of, you know, like you're you're one of like, I think, West Hollywood's biggest treasures, Anthony, because people don't know. And you walk in there and you're like, holy cow, how did I not know about this place? <laughs> it is amazing. Like everything that you offer is candles and beyond. And it's just I get so lost in there. It's kind of like Target. I go in there expecting to spend, you know, like, oh, 15 or 20 dollars. And I end up spending like 200. So <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's it's that's not again, that's not unique to you because people come in and someone the other day came in to look for a $25 gift and they wound up walking out with $2,000 with the Boutique and, 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 and stunning shock. Like they were just, 
you know, that's where the delirium name came from. So basically it's like, you're supposed to walk out of there and not even know what happened to you. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So you got people, you've kind of got that theme going before I even go in. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they're like, why did, where, where do you get delirium from? And then when they come in, they're like, oh, I understand. It's yeah. It, I love it. Well, 7,000 different cents in there makes you kind of delirious. So. I love it. Well, um, let's um, talk, just talk a little bit about, I mean, you've been in this West Hollywood location for, uh, I think you just celebrated your seventh um, business year anniversary there. No, Congratulations. no, 15, no? no, we're there. Uh, 17. 17. Oh yeah, yes. Sorry. My, I did my math. Oh, that's okay. I had a blonde one. <laughs> no. <October> <laughs> Well, congratulations, because I know um, that it is so hard, one, to open a business and two, to keep it going and the momentum. So yeah. really, congratulations on that anniversary. I know it's been a crazy year and I don't you probably didn't have time to celebrate, but it definitely um, is something that is worth celebrating. So um, congratulations on that milestone in your business. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I don't know, talk to us a little bit about kind of um, how you shifted from a, you know, a big corporate career with a career with the business, the music business into this vision of candle delirium, how you chose West Hollywood to open up. Um, just get a, a little background on that. Sure. Um, well, I knew I always wanted to own my own business. So I have a degree in finance and accounting, and I knew that someday that would help me do that. And I basically had the idea to do this in New York, uh, probably, geez, 25 years ago and did all this research and kind of was about to do it and realized there was another store opening in New York that was similar, which it wound up not being similar, but it was kind of like all these dreams were crushed. We didn't really have the internet to research a lot of stuff back then. And so we were kind of doing it by looking at spaces in the newspaper and a friend of mine and trying to figure out you know, how we're going to do this, this candle store in New York city. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's daunting to open a place there, obviously. So we wound up one day going down to the space to look at it, waiting for a real estate agent to come. And next door, there was a big, beautiful 4,000 square foot space with paper on it that said coming soon. And it was a candle store. So <laughs> all the dreams died right there on sixth Avenue. <laughs> and um and that was it and it kind of like went to the back of my mind till you know for about 10 years until i until i came out to la and moved out here i just i knew i wanted to change i left new york to come out here to get actually into the entertainment business um which i did i was a uh worked for personal managers for a while and i was going to do that for actors and uh that kind of really didn't really wasn't what i wanted to do so i knew i wanted to do this candle store so it kind of morphed into into a different thing than what it was from the beginning. But yeah, I always knew I wanted to do it. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and it's been quite, I mean, a huge success. I mean, you, you look at the candle business overall, I think it's in like the billions of dollars. Yeah. So um, it's, of, it's amazing. Chunk to take a piece of that. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, I had no idea until I went in um, actually a couple of weeks ago um, to look around. And I didn't realize that you guys have your own line of candles. Can you we tell do. us a little bit about that? Yeah, we do. We have our own house brand. It's called Delirium. Um, it's designed by me. The scents are designed by me, too. They're pretty unique. The, the great thing about me having that is that I kind of know what everybody has. So I tried to basically do something that you know, is unique, you know, having 75 brands and, and there being another probably 3000 brands out there, I kind of know 
where what everybody's doing and I kind of like I'm on the cusp of it because I get samples from all over all over the world basically people want to be in my store and on my website so I kind of like gauge it by that like okay am I doing something that other people are doing because it's kind of like the industry is a little bit like clothing you know you see one person do it and then 20 people do it and so one person this right. scent and 20 people that every year, you know, the fragrance houses kind of decide what the scents are going to be. And everybody kind of just goes with that. You know, there, there are exceptions to that, but if that makes any sense. So the fragrance houses go, Oh, we spent all this money to design this perfect fig. Oh, so now everybody has this fig and everybody. <laughs> so, you know, and then the other side of the coin is everybody copies everybody. Oh, oh that's red card. That's popular. I'm going to do that this year. And so it's kind of like fashion in that way. Um, Mm-hmm. come and go they're in and out of style um you know the classics stick around but it's just an interesting thing so i try to kind of stay away from that and do my own thing okay well as i was looking at your website as well i noticed that um on your website you have bestsellers i'm always interested in like you know what those scents yeah. are that other people are are looking at like i definitely have my favorite scents in different lines um but i noticed that one of yours was in the yeah. top i um, mean it was it's a really interesting um, yeah. scent the suede, the suede yeah. and smoke. So has anyone kind of copied you and kind of ripped off your? Well, the, the joke is that anybody does that, they never get in my store. So <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, and I've seen them all. So um, some one, one weird company stole the name. Uh, they're a, they're a fragrance company, but it doesn't smell the same. Of course, I ordered it right away, but it doesn't smell the same as mine. So I, I always say that I'm protected because if they want to really be you know, part of, part of my store or website, they better not copy anything that I do. So, and uh, Sweden, yeah, Sweden Smoke is like probably in the top, it runs in and out of the top five in the store and online. It's very unique. It's won a couple of different, uh, it's been in a couple of different magazines. Like it was in Allure magazine, Editor's Choice, which is weird because it's a woman's magazine and the scent is very masculine, but women like that scent. But yeah, it's a very unique scent that you won't smell anywhere else so and it's it's got a huge 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 cult following i i'm always out of stock i can barely keep it in stock okay well that's probably why when i, I was know. in there i didn't see it and i picked yeah. up the firewood and whiskey yeah. by the name and i smelled it and it was wonderful and that's also um one yeah. of your lines the firewood yeah, and whiskey thank you. yeah yeah all the all the all the scents of my uh, brand are pretty masculine and people think oh there's no nothing here for women but Women like those scents more than men do, believe it or not. It's kind of weird because I always say, you know, women have enough things that they buy in in the scent world that smell like a quote unquote woman perfume and flowers and everything smells like fruit and this and that. So I think when this, you know, when women try to go away from that, they don't want to smell that burning in their house too. Like it's another added thing. So they kind of go off completely the different direction. Mm-hmm. No, every, 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 you know, all the, all the shampoos and conditioners, are, if they're in the women's, you know, if they're geared toward women, they always have those kind of scents. They don't sandalwood. Uh-huh, but- you can't go buy a women's, women's shampoo that's sandalwood. It's just not going to happen. It just doesn't. But they love the scents. Suede and Smoke is, is a huge hit with women. Yeah, I'm thinking some of the ones that I like, like there's, um, they're more like kind of tobacco. Yes. Uh, flavors and even oh I don't know um it is uh melon and goats yeah. they have a, a cannabis yeah. one that I didn't think yeah. I would love and I actually love and that's kind of like more neutral I don't know if that's like kind of in the middle um you know or more feminine or masculine however I mean, you would describe it, it doesn't really matter at this point it, it's it's just I, it's it's just a description really 
you know, my dad used to love gardenia. So there you go. It just, it just doesn't really, you like what you like. And it's like, people put these in these, you know, men and women thing, but it's, it's all over the map. Women love leather and men love gardenia some. So it's, it's all kind of all over the place. Oh, that's very yeah. interesting. I, I'm I'm sorry I don't have either of my co-hosts on here to ask the questions because I'm sure that they would dive deep on that. We might have to have you back, Anthony, to ask about that. That's very it is, it is, it is. I used to make fun of my dad all the time. He passed away, but I used to say, Gardenia, are you kidding me? I got these sweet and smoke and firewood and whiskey and you're burning gardenia? Like, give me, come on. <laughs> so it's kind of a running joke. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that. Um, well, another thing I noticed that I didn't also know about you is that when I walked into the store here in West Hollywood, I noticed that there was a table in a section um, that where you support local yeah. um, local uh, entrepreneurs who are are selling candle lines. You tell us a little bit about that and who you who you're featuring. Yeah, the we um, so we did. We thought this is so many LA is like a. It's like, you know, the music scene, it's this scene. It's also the candle scene. Like there's so many people in LA that have candle brands and it's super, super, super competitive. And it's really hard to break in, you know, um, even though, you know, candle sales up this year are, are, it's because of the pandemic, it's, I don't know, they estimate 25 to 40% increase in candle sales this year because everybody's staying home that it's, it's, you would think it would be okay. These people can break in, but it's so difficult um, like I said, I get probably 50 different brands sending me samples every month. So, yeah. Wow. And I mean, every designer has a candle line. Everybody wants to try their hand at it. Every, you know, every brand, even clothing brands, they all want to have a candle line. I have a, I have a very good friend, my best friend who owns a can, who owns a uh, clothing line, a t-shirt line. And he's like, when am I getting my candle? You know, everybody wants to have their own set. And their own <laughs> scent. And it used to be, you know, cologne and perfume, but now it's the candle. So, um, so we came up with this idea to, to kind of help out, you know, these local brands um, to kind of break them in a little bit. So, you know, I like to think, you know, my website's super popular and my store is, so it gives them this, this, uh, you know, chance to get in there. So, you know, I test them, we burn, we all burn them in the store. I never take anything that we don't burn. And then we all basically, my employees and I collectively say, yeah, this is a good one. Let's try this out. So yeah, we got some cool local brands from LA in there. Yeah. We got, um, we got Bodewell is one of the local brands. Uh, I'm not at the store right now. I can't even think of a couple of them, but there's probably, we probably rotated out three or four different brands at a time that are local. Some of them, some of them work, some of them don't. Um, fifth is another one that's made in LA that's on the uh, local brand table. It's just, you know, we try it. Sometimes we like it. Sometimes people don't. I bring in stuff that I love. Sometimes it doesn't work. You know, it's like you just don't know what's going to what's gonna hit, especially mm -hmm. with scent. It's really specific and people are funny about it. You know, they're not just like, oh, yeah, I'll try it. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm yeah, not going to just yeah. try it. It's not like, you know. I don't know, getting a taco and try, oh, I never tried this a veg vegetarian taco. I'll try that. It's weird. It's more than even food. I think people are more, you know, more willing to try something food wise than they are with scent. It's just like, it's very like, no, I don't want that, 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 you know, they know what they like. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of hotels here uh, in West Hollywood in our 1.9 square miles. Have you done any collaborations? As you were mentioning, everyone wants their own candle. And I just think of, you know, we do have the larger uh, chain hotels here, like the Andaz and the Hyatt, but we also have some more uh, like smaller boutique um, hotels, you know, kind of like the Petit yeah. Hermitage. 
Um, I mean, Robertson Lane's not built yet, but even like the Pendry, um, I don't know if you collaborated yeah, with any of the local yeah, we're working hotels on, uh, since right now with a couple of them. They're not really open yet, so I don't really want to say it. But uh, yeah, we're okay. doing a, we're doing a sense for two local hotels that are, aren't open yet. Yeah, oh, very so cool. All right. Well, when 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 those are available and they're open, <laughs> let me know. Maybe we'll just have it like a one big huge I episode. Will, I will. I will. We've been working that. on it for like two years. It's just like it was. It's really difficult. But you know, it's their signature scent, and. You know, uh -huh. they need to, it's got to be perfect. But, you know, we do, we do the candles for, uh, that are burning in Isabel's restaurant, Laurel Hardware. Um, a lot of those restaurants, mm -hmm. you go in there, that's, that's us doing all of them. So, yeah. Oh, amazing. I had no idea. Yeah. I love how you're so plugged into the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We try to be, yeah. It's hard not to be when you're in West Hollywood. It's kind of a small, small, big town, you know? I know it's true, but it kind of makes it very unique. And I love that as I'm having these conversations um, with business owners like yourself, it's just like everyone is even more connected in the community than I realized. And it's such a kind of a magical thing. I think it's, I, I don't know if it's unique to West Hollywood, but I think it's kind of yeah, a special. It, it is. It is. And I've been there so long and I've seen, yeah. you know, businesses come and go and it's, you know, there I am like <laughs> this stronghold kind of like saying, wow, you know, it's over 17 years, you see a lot go on in, the, in this city like that, you know? sometimes you expect things to go a certain way and sometimes you don't you realize oh wow like that went out how did that go out of business and or how did that stay in business or what is that or how do they do that you know as a business owner i'm always like critiquing in my head of the businesses thinking what you know and i know people do that with me they think what i still i hear people in the store go how the hell do these guys stay in business what this must be a front for a drug dealing. What it like? It's like a store dust. Can you still just candles? I still hear that after 17 years. I still hear it. It's really funny to, to watch. You know, and even at the beginning, <laughs> I would hear, you know, you'd have your locals come in who live there for a long time, all the older residents. They'd be like looking like, what are you doing? Like, good luck. <laughs> you know, they'd say it in like, yeah, I won't be seeing you next year. <laughs> No. Yeah, right. And I think you're kind of fortunate because you're in you're a little bit hidden, right? You're not like up on the right. Sunset Strip or, you know, on Melrose. Um, you're uh, in a very cool kind of place there on Santa Monica Boulevard, just past yeah. Crescent Heights. Yeah, it was the same location. I, yeah. I, I kind of was looking for places that I couldn't have built the place the way I wanted it if that wasn't built that way. Like I that was it was as if I designed it. When I drove by it and saw it open and there was a sign in the window. Basically, the landlord was in the window taping the sign up, and I pulled over down Laurel. Like I, I parked and I ran across the street, and I was like, "How much?" <laughs> I literally was like, "I'm doing this," and I, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted it to be cement and tall ceilings, and exactly what it is. I was I couldn't have built a better place." Yeah, I, I don't know what that style of building is, but I absolutely love that that huge yeah, like, kind of warehouse, warehouse style. The, yeah, the, right. The high ceilings yeah. and the wood trusses, oh, and um, that seems to kind of yeah. There, there's a lot of those kind of um, in that area of West Hollywood where you are, kind of like you know, I would say um, east of Crescent Heights. Yeah. Really, some fabulous yeah. buildings over there, and it's wonderful for your space too, and it gives that that magical and even plays more into yeah, the that's, delirium that's, um, that's part of the I name, right? I wanted you to walk in and just look up and see this, you know, that huge tree that I had sculpted and just be like, what is good? What is this? Kind of like an Alice in Wonderland kind of 
kind of vibe, like, whoa, and just like walking through and thinking, this is pretty special. So, And I still hear it. It's really great. After all these years, you'd think I'd be just whatever, but people come in every day and it's like, this is incredible. Oh my God. You know, and I'm, I'm like, thank you. You know, it makes me feel good. Yeah. I mean, every time I go in, I put like, Oh, 15 minutes in my meter. And I'm always in there going, Oh my God, I have to like, it's been a half an hour. How do I get lost? 15 minutes is not enough unless you know, you know, we have the people who come in for an hour. It's interesting. You know, you have all kinds, right? You have a person who comes in for an hour, an hour and a half, you know, they buy one candle, they go out. Then you have someone who's in there for 10 minutes and they throw 40 candles on, you know, they're like doing their thing, like they're grocery shopping. Like, okay, I got my list. I know what I'm doing. You know, we have our weekly <laughs> regulars. We, you know, it's, it's great. Like you wouldn't think in a candle store, but you do. It's like they, people come in with their list. They go to the florist down the street. They go to Trader Joe's. They come to Canada Delirium. It's like a, a thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Anthony, Black Friday is coming up. Do you guys, are you doing anything special for Black Friday uh, or any like holiday sales yeah. that are going on? That you Yeah. Yeah. We have Black listeners? Friday. It's going on now if you wanted to come in, but it's basically 15% off everything in the store. It's the only time we do it once a year. Um, Black Friday, the days has historically not been, you know, a big busy day for us in store because people were at the malls and everything this year who knows what's going to happen because mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, nobody's doing, you know, opening at 12 AM packing the stores. So I don't know what's going to happen, but the website is insanely busy this week, but in stores, usually black Friday is a weird day, but we'll see. It's been great. This last weekend okay. was one of our busiest weekends we've ever had. Oh, congratulations. Is that Black Friday sale also available it online? Is. It's on the, it's the yeah, store? it's on the homepage. The code's on the homepage, uh, candidalurian.com. The code is Black Friday, so it's it's already up there, yeah. All right, well, um, I, that means I'm going to order a suede and smoke and a <laughs> yeah, fire got, and whiskey. Got the suede and smoke <laughs> in, finally. Uh, I changed the glass, that's why, so it, was, it took a little longer than normal. So. Yeah, and you've got my favorite diptyque candle in there, and I also saw those John, fabulous Jonathan Adler candles that I love that are like perfect oh, yeah, for like a fun, perky yeah. gift for, you know, for people who won't um, get that for themselves. I think it's always fun to get like yeah. a Jonathan Adler <laughs> candle. It just makes you feel like, you know, so luxurious. Um, you know, for our folks out there that are um, a little COVID-sensitive, yeah. Anthony, um, are you guys also doing like, cur- so we have online, are you doing curbside? Yeah, we're doing, cur- if they want curbside, they can do curbside. We do. I deliver, you know, I've been delivering wherever. I didn't, I didn't really care, but usually within 10 miles, I'll deliver it also. Yeah. Oh, well, people that do that. Fantastic. Nobody's really doing curbside. People are coming in. So, you know, there's not that many people in the store at any given, you know, it's not like going to Target or, you know, you're not going to have 300 people in right. there. So it's pretty, it's pretty safe in there with the high ceilings. The doors are always open. There's not that many people in there. So it's nice to come sometimes and, you know, smell what you want to smell. But if you know what you want, yeah, I've been doing deliveries, you know, every, every other day. So I didn't know that. That's very cool. Well, is there anything else that we didn't cover today that you want to share? I mean, we could, I'm sure we could just go and talk like for hours and hours and hours. I did a, um, an NPR uh, interview once and it was like, I think it was six, I can't remember if it was six minutes or nine minutes, but he's basically like, well, we have to do like two more. So I have like this whole series because I was like, I was like nine minutes didn't do it. Cause then he just wanted to talk about sense and talk about, it was Brian Unger that did it. And I was like, I can't, we can't do this in nine minutes. He's like, okay, we'll do another segment. But yeah, that's a whole nother thing. I could, we could talk about this for, you know, the rest of the year. I love it. Okay. Well, I have to ask, do you have, like, do you have a special like West Hollywood scent? Is there just like a West Hollywood? No. I don't know what that would uh, smell like. Um, have you done one? Or I haven't, one? you know, the whole, uh, 
destination thing has been done so many times. Like Toka mm. did it. Jonathan Ather does it. Um, almost every brand has gone into the like destination thing. I have never, I never thought about doing it, but we do have a Los Angeles candle. That's kind of cool from PF candle and company. They're local. They're pretty big. Do you know them? Mm. They're, they're in oh, uh, CB2 uh-huh. and stuff They're They have some big stores. Um, but yeah, they're really great. They're local. They're, it's called PF candle and company and they have, which is kind of it's kind of interesting because you're like what exactly is that going to smell like but when you smell it it kind of gives it it's really hard to do that but people do they do give an essence of something where you think oh that does remind me of that you know because you think what does los angeles smell like everybody's gonna have everybody's gonna have something you know and some of it's not going to be so nice and some of it's going to be you know something else so it's interesting when you smell it, you think, yeah it kind of does smell like los angeles but you know people do new york and paris and they do all these all these destination scents and i'm like okay I guess it could, you could do that. You know, it, it's what reminds them. It's an, you know, it's just an inspiration type thing, right? Yeah, totally. I, I guess maybe um, if you were, if we were going to do a line that was more local, maybe you'd do something like Sunset. Yeah, someone did that. A couple of people right? have already done that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, mm, I kind of okay. like want to stay yeah. away from the trends like that, and I'm not sure. Sunset strips and all that. Uh-huh. And to me, it's a little like the Los Angeles one is great, like I said, but sometimes it's just gimmicky, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is supposed to be. Like, it's supposed to be like, you know, yeah. more for like uh, tourists to bring home something that says, you know, Sunset Strip, but I don't know. It's not my thing. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I haven't seen too many competitors out there, but I don't, admittedly, I'm yeah. not a candle specialist like you are that um, have a can, like a cannabis candle line. I'm sure that they're, they're out there. That kind of jumped quickly in the market and quickly out it was like okay it's like mm-hmm. you just have to walk outside now and 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 in west hollywood to smell cannabis you don't need to be burning it in your house People, everybody's fighting <laughs> you know i have friends who are like fighting with the landlord to try to stop people from you know smoking it in their apartment so i'm thinking i don't know if that's going to go over so well. everybody's like sick of smelling it already because it's because it's legal literally yeah. the other day i was just like oh my god if i go walking down Murrow's, you're literally you know, you're stolen by the end. And, uh, yeah, for sure. Especially if you go <laughs> buy cookies. So I just, I don't know how that, how that trend's going to go. Like the one you like from Maryland, yeah, well, the, the cannabis, that doesn't smell like it's, it's cannabis essence, but it doesn't smell like you're just burning pot, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. We'll see about that. I have to, uh, I'll tell you a funny story before we wrap up here. Um, a friend of mine gave me that particular candle and she gave it to me in New York for my birthday. I was there for New York and I was coming through Newark to come back to LA. I had packed it. I was carrying on. It was packed yeah. in my carry on luggage. Of course, um, the TSA found yeah. it. They pulled me over. They're like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's a candle. They pulled it out. They unwrapped it. They looked at the scent. The guys <laughs> cracked up. They both, he, one guy smelled it and then he brought his buddy over to smell it. <laughs> They both kind of went, yeah. oh, you know, lifted their eyebrows, wrapped it back up, looked at me. And I'm like, my friend gave it to me. It's a, you know, it's a gift. I have no idea. I, I don't even know what it smells like. <laughs> I, I know. thought they were going to confiscate it. I thought they were good high off I, it. That's really funny. I have a really quick story too. I was in Aruba on vacation and I brought a bunch of candles with me um, for the, for the hotel rooms and stuff. And I didn't, I didn't know that you couldn't take a piece of Aruba back with you. I should have. So I took a piece of um, uh, coral off the beach, which of course is a huge thing there. You don't touch that. You don't do that. It's stupid. But 
I didn't know, right? I didn't even know that Aruba doesn't even have its own coral. They have to bring coral there to put it on the beach because people steal it, I guess. So I was, <laughs> I had it wrapped in my luggage and they started taking it out and they basically called some people over. They put it to the side. I was like, oh my God. And my friend is like, you took that? You're not allowed to take that. You can get arrested for that. You get a fine. It's a $500 fine, blah, blah, blah. So they still going through my bags and they start pulling out all these candles that I didn't, didn't burn. And they were so in love with the candles. They were, they brought other people over, more people to smell the candles. They forgot all about the, about the coral that I took. And basically they kind of nudged me to basically say, you give me these candles, you take the coral. And I did. <laughs> so I, I oh my, my candles for a piece of coral that I still have. Yeah, I was like, well, they were like, we love candles. Oh, this is great. And I was like, okay, take them. They wrapped up the coral, put it in the bag. And that was my little like, uh, oh, like wow. smuggling in <laughs> for candles. So, so. Oh, amazing. Um, I love that. I think that is, um, I love that happy note. Um, I think it's a great uh, way for us to end our interview today. Anthony, I want to thank you so much for joining us today it has been a pleasure no i know you were super pleasure. busy thank you for doing this i appreciate it oh wonderful so for anyone who's listening who does not know please go check out candle delirium they're located at 7980 santa monica boulevard right at laurel and that's just a block or two east of crescent heights and actually parking on that side of the street a meter parking is actually pretty good off those off, off, off those streets so um, or take a walk down, you know, I might need to walk off your turkey stuff. Or if not, 15% um, off of everything in the store or uh, online is in an amazing deal. I've made my list. I'm sure everyone else has uh, from our conversation today with you, Anthony. And we'd yeah, love to have you back. Um, to, yeah, to talk about, you know, maybe sense yeah. for the new year, 2020. Um, yeah, anytime I'm on. available, anytime to do that, I would love to. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you again so much. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration, whatever you're doing. Um, and uh, I'm probably popping in yeah, next week if, if you're there all. Um, Sounds good. See if you're thank on, you I'll say much. hi. Happy. Wonderful. Okay. Thanks, Anthony. Obviously, Candle Delirium is on the top of our lists as one of our local picks um, to support our local businesses for um, Small Business Saturday. Um, Lauren and Maxine, um, what are some of your uh, picks for to support our small businesses? Well, Lauren has a, a Lola's list and it's pretty comprehensive. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to like defer and I'm going to weigh in along the way. Um, that's going to be my, my strategy. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. So we'll start with hmm, cannabis. I mean, we have the artistry and we have Calma. I see Aeon's under construction, so that will be shop small soon, but I mean, I, I frequent the artistry. It's close. I could walk there. Um, they're always doing, you know, kind of like gift bags. So those are my picks. Yeah, I did. Um, um, I did the artistry as well a couple of Saturdays ago for a CBD gummy. Ooh. And um, yeah, it's beautiful inside and it was socially distanced. Um, mm -hmm. And they had like artwork of Keanu Reeves up. So like you can't go wrong for me. Yes, they do have a lot <laughs> yeah, of artwork. Yeah, so I, I, that would be my pick. Okay, then we're going to go for pets. Again, a frequent healthy spot for Tallahassee. Got her a cute leopard hoodie there. That's I my would pick. I echo that since I don't have a dog. <laughs> 
No, but Chandler <laughs> Hadley always has the best fashion. So, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fashion, fashion. Um, oh my God, so many picks. I love Maxfield. Love the real, real. Love Fred Siegel. And I love All Saints. And I love All Saints even more because they're having 30% off everything, like even leather jackets and shoes right now, which never, ever, ever happens. Um, So those are my picks right now for fashion. I think I would add one. You guys know that I love um, Sweet Little Wendy on 3rd Street at Polka Dot Moonbeams. Um, I love her. Um, So I'm going to throw that in. That's a little WeHo adjacent ad to our list. And then I'm going to go national because, like, I'm not really shopping, but I still am getting clothes to rent the runway. (laughs) And I'm, like, not really going many places, but um, they, like, bonused me a bunch of stuff. So I had 11 items. I'm thinking about buying that Primrose Mirror from – there was a knockoff at this Hollywood Glam Furniture on La Brea. Um, of that primrose mirror that everybody wants from anthropology and i found it for like 900 bucks it's usually 1300 um so i might just get the mirror and then be doing my rent the runway fashion like ootds at home (laughs) cute yeah so that (laughs) that would be my pick (laughs) Mm, love it next we're gonna do uh Sweet Treats, which we talked about, but my picks are Sweet Lady Jane, Bottega Louis, which I still have not tried, um, Love Lady M, which is also WeHo adjacent. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried uh, Lady M, but that's like top. It's it's amazing. Um, and Magnolia. We always forget I about love, Magnolia. Yeah, I love Magnolia. That's on Third Street, right? Love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is big fan? What's Lady M, Lauren? So it's, I believe it's from Japan. Um, it's, I don't know where it's, I was frequenting it in New York and I never knew there was one here. And then I had cake with a friend and she's like, yeah, it's her friend's husband owns the one here. So I found out there's one here. It's very like elegant. They have like crepe cakes. They have like, they're trained how to cut the cake and it's, it's, you gotta go. It's amazing. It's really good. My favorite is the strawberry short. I'm a huge strawberry shortcake fan. Um, but like all their crepe cakes are great. They have like those uh, looks like a chessboard, like the the black and white. Maybe it's called chess cake. I'm not sure. But it's just these beautiful, beautiful slices of cake, mm. and they they're so good. Wow, I'm surprised I haven't heard <laughs> of that. Oh yeah, they're like you you watch them cut the cake. It's like art how they do it. Is this a it's new insane. find of yours? Me? No, no. Okay, you've been <laughs> I holding out. This guy in New York who introduced me to it because I love strawberry shortcake, and I think it's June 10th. I believe is National Strawberry Shortcake Day. <laughs> So, like, one year for Strawberry Shortcake Day, he got me all these different strawberry shortcakes. And my favorite one was from Lady M. And, like, since that day, don't talk to him anymore. But I still get the strawberry shortcake <laughs> okay. from Lady M. All so, right. Well, I yes. have um, two ads to your list. One here in West Hollywood, Gelato Festival. Um, I actually ran into Nicholas this morning when I was um, on my morning run and gelato festival has some amazing gelatos and some vegan things. Um, so, um, definitely check them out. If you have not, I don't know if they're doing a seasonal flavor cause I don't believe that, I don't know if pumpkin is that big of a deal in Italy, but, um, 
don't quote me on that because I have no idea what the flavors are. I didn't pop in this morning because I didn't want to be tempted. And then um, also longtime favorite Jones on third always has um, some yummy treats, um, either like prepackaged candy sweets or their baked goods are also um, top on my list. Lots of cupcakes, I always see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like their mac and cheese. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really had dessert there, but I love their mac and cheese. Okay, well, there, <laughs> there you go. I mean, that would be also a, a good thing for Thanksgiving, right? I mean, just, mm-hmm. I say go ahead this year if you're at home. Oh, they're like, doing do not Thanksgiving. Tra- do not, oh, are they doing Thanksgiving? Jones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm actually, my mom will roll over in her grave, even though she's not six feet under, but, um, and I don't know if she's listening to the podcast this week, because I was supposed to go see her, but I think I'm thinking of like ordering from blood. So <laughs> you're like ribs for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. I, everyone's just like, eh, I'm not that big of a fan of a turkey. I'm like, have pizza. If, the, if it's the year, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, why not? Like get what turkey. you love. Turkey tacos. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> there you go. Turkey tacos. <laughs> Who has the turkey? Ta- what is it? Oh, Tulsa <laughs> does turkey tacos, but they do that all the time. Yeah. Not just for Thanksgiving. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's yeah. good to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Mm. So now we got beauty. So I will add blue mercury, but now on sunset because the one on Melrose closed. And um, Frederick Mal, I love perfume. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's on Melrose Place. Ooh, that reminds me. My my perfume place is um, Santal of that place mm. on Third. If it hasn't closed. And then um, Dr. Refresh, we can't right. ignore them, um, even though I haven't been in yet, but I think that their menu looks amazing. And then, of course, I have to talk about my own company, Vanny Girl Hollywood, where our mirrors are 40% <laughs> off right now. Yeah. So, you know, small business, <laughs> Saturdays, support me. Um, that's a shameless plug. Yes. So. Oh, yeah. Well, hey. no, it's not. Because if you don't have a Vanity <laughs> Hollywood mirror, you need one for your makeup. Let me tell you, it will make all the difference. So that is not a shameless okay. plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I love, love, love Violet Gray. I just ordered a bunch of stuff. The store is emptied out. Mm. Um, I don't know what's going on, but they're doing 20% off online. So if you need anything from Violet Gray, they have great brands. Violet Code approved. It's 20% off uh, for Black Friday. So that's another pick. And they ship from California. So it's nice. like you get your stuff in two days. Yeah. Mm, let's go now. We got books. Mystery Pier books. Oh, love it. Love, love Mystery Pier. Mm-hmm. And of course, Book Soup, mm-hmm. which is doing in-person shopping now. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Well, they have revised hours. I'll post it on okay. their story. For now, we'll see. Things may change, but for now, they're doing that's good. Yes, and yeah. I, I know. I'm going to give an extra plug for Book Soup. Um, I know the prices there are a little bit higher. Like you know, it's going to be three to four dollars, probably higher than you're going to pay on Amazon if you price compare, but. Just maybe just order one book or support them once with one order um, to help them out and put them in their pocket instead of uh, Mr. Bezos' um, pocket. Um, so support Book Soup. They've been a very long time business here in West Hollywood. Yes, love them. We've got champagne and wine now. 
Of course, Gil Turner's on Sunset, classic. <laughs> and then I love John and Pete's. I love them for their ice cream selection. I'm not a big drinker, but they have a lot of ice cream. So <laughs> I love John Echo and John and Pete's. Yeah. Um, but- and that, well, Lauren, it's, Lauren and I live like a block away from each other. So we're always talking about the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're literally so close to each other. So John and Pete's is our local liquor store. <laughs> um, and we really love those guys over there. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna put um, I'm gonna add one to the list here. Um, Sweetser Sellers, you guys know um, they are friends of mine. I, I will admit that. I'll let people know. I don't get a kickback from them. Um, they actually started making wine out of their apartment on Sweetser here in West Hollywood, um, and now they have a full blown production um, up in the uh, Santa Barbara, in the Santa Barbara wine region. They have a nice variety of Pinots, a Rosé, a Chardonnay, some really amazing things. Um, we'll put a, a link to note. And the wine is actually really good because I would not um, plug wine, even if they were very good friends of mine um, that I didn't think was absolutely stupendous. So sweets are sellers. Um, we'll go with sex toys and lingerie. <laughs> we got pleasure chest and hustler Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, why not? Well, we are with Hollywood. Right? They love pleasure chest. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, yeah, right? both, both, but yeah. I'm like an OG, so I'd say pleasure chest for me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, you know, not. I'm not going to say like souvenirs, but like you know, just like merch that. You know, like classic, you have rainbow, you have whiskey, um, Formosa. I know Formosa does like pint glasses, um, really cute stuff. They get sold out a lot. So you can always get stuff on those websites. Mm-hmm. Kind of like souvenirs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Souvenirs. I, I know. I don't know if it, it considers, but um, after our, our conversation with Craig last week, uh, I was looking on the website and, you know, one of the things he mentioned is just to help your local restaurants, like buy anything that they're selling. And like Craig says, t-shirts and hats and masks and things like that. So, yeah. you know, if you're online, just check out and see what your, um, your local restaurant might be selling where you could help them um, a little bit with a, yeah. a merch purchase. I, yeah. For I'm sure. going to kind of um, use too. that to riff off. I just got a text from Tom. Um, from EO, you know, we love Tom and they, he's such a planner and they kind of knew that this lockdown was imminent. So they are going to pivot, which Lauren knows I love that word so much, um, but they're turning yeah. Summer Social Club into an outdoor <laughs> nar- night market and it will focus on takeout mm. and curated oh, wow. goods by local chefs and shops um, and the pop-ups don't have a permanent home. So he's really doing what he does and curating, you know, his neighbors and his friends um, to do takeout from their homes and apartments. And so we'll put the hours, but Friday through Sunday oh, wow. from four to 10. And he said, any exposure would be lovely. And, you know, we love you, Tom. So there's your exposure, babe. And we want to support you. <laughs> I know. And, and, you know, I love that he was already planning for the it, um, as I think they all have to do. So if you um, can support employees only and the group of people there, um, look for the night market. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Mm. I'll have to check that out. I wanted to try all those places. (laughs) Um, Flowers. I love Trader Joe's flowers. They always have the best flowers and plants and everything. Um, And then empty vase, of course. I love it. I threw in here. I don't Mm -hmm. even know the name of it. It's um, on Santa Monica Boulevard near a gas station. And it's almost as if you were going downtown to the flower mart, except it's right here in West Hollywood. And I don't know. 
You know, yeah. Oh, I know where you're talking about. Yeah. Tallahassee's vet. I know, I know where you're talking about. It's on Santa Monica Boulevard. It's just Yes, on the south side of the street, right next to a parking lot. He has the best flowers, the best prices, um, like beautiful dozen roses for like 10 bucks, you know, stuff like that. And, and big, uh, Mostera leaves and things like that. So, um, that would also be the, I don't know the name of the florist florist. I know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about. I'm so, I'm so I know glad. Yeah, about. I know. I'm so glad you brought them up because I was thinking of it and I'm like, I don't know the name. So that's so funny. <laughs> yes. You read my so mind. We just keep the cross streets and if we figure out the name, we'll throw it in there. But they're just, just, yeah. Yeah. It's just, flowers it's like this window. flower mart and it feels, doesn't it feel like you're going downtown except you can stay in the hood? Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and none, nobody's like googling it obviously fast <laughs> enough as we're like sitting here talking about it to figure out like, what are you guys what, talking what about. <laughs> okay, wait, I, I know. Like, I'm looking like okay, what? Now I'm looking. Okay, you guys, it is called. It's called flowers <laughs> you wholesale. Go. Isn't that funny? That's what go. it's called. It's like I'm looking at the Google map. It's called Flowers Wholesale, and it's right there at Crescent Heights. And yeah, you know what? I, I yeah, love what they out. do. I love the way <laughs> they wrap the flowers. Like they wrap it in the, um, you know, the brown paper with the raffia, um, and it just looks, it just looks, you know, expensive. So I love oh. that. Mm-hmm. Pretty. <laughs> I'm go get some flowers tomorrow. <laughs> um, jewelry. I'll say the real, real. I love their jewelry selection. It's gorgeous. I go in there just to look at jewelry sometimes. Um, I'd probably just have to echo that. Um, I love anything, you know, vintage and I'm a sucker for, yeah, I'm a sucker for a logo and like chunky gold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They have have great pieces there. Whoever curates their store does a really good job. Yeah, and then home stuff. Atacama, love those ladies at Atacama Home. Uh, I love their stuff. Yeah, that they're really amazing, and I think most of the stuff in there is actually made by women and helps support women in like um so- in countries in South America and Central America. And I'm going to throw one in here too. I don't know if it's considered a a small business. Uh, but that Robertson house by James purse, I mean, anything out of their blankets throws, I don't know, uh, air hockey table, <laughs> um, really, really amazing. So, um, they're, they're local James purse is local. So I consider that like, you know, and I would throw in this new find I found over the weekend, the Hollywood glam furniture on La Brea, um, it's a new find for me, but they have like Tova and just if you're a fan of that style, kind of feels like it would really go with Jamie Adler's um, wallpaper in that whole sort of uber glam uh, kind of feel. So, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Well, that's an amazing list. So make sure if you got some time, um, you know, American Express every year does their small business Saturday. Um, but every day is a great day to support your small businesses. So, um, please get out there. If you are looking online, a lot of our businesses are online. 
The second thing we really wanted to talk about today, I mean, everyone knows there's Black Friday. I mean, we, we just talked about Small Business Saturday and supporting our local businesses. And many of you know that they started a couple of years ago, Giving Tuesday, which is the Tuesday following Black Friday. Giving Tuesday is an opportunity for you to give money to your favorite nonprofit. So we just wanted to list a couple of our favorites here. And I'm just going to go ahead and kick things off here. Um, There are so many, and we know that so many nonprofits far and wide are in desperate need of funding this year because uh, most nonprofits um, really rely on events. And Maxine, you know this very well, um, working there at the American Lung Association. Most nonprofits rely on events to bring in fundraising. Um, so as I was thinking about it, you know, it's like, wow, where, where do you, you just have to, you know, really just donate where your heart lies. And, and for me, I really, um, have focused a lot lately on food insecurity. Um, and I was doing a little research this past weekend cause I really wanted to dig into it and really find, you know, what the best places are because we don't have a food bank here in West Hollywood, um, as many folks may know or not know. Um, and in 2018, I'm just going to read a statistic, more than 38 million Americans, which is about one in seven were food insecure. And they predict that that could at least double um, during our pandemic. So I'm just going to list off a couple. I mean, it's so hard. There's so many organizations that do some great things. The LA Food Bank, they feed 300,000 people each month. Um, The LGBT Center, of course, has so many fabulous programs uh, for the community and homeless youth and seniors. And they also have a, a food pantry specifically for the senior population with a um, you can either donate or they have a cool thing on there where there's a link to an Amazon list of pantry items so you can just go ahead and you know if you want $50 you can buy cans of tuna or whatever's on their pantry list Um, and then of course um, we've got Project Angel Food which is a beautiful thing Um, I'm going to give a plug my bicycle club uh, we don't donate to Meals on Wheels every year as part of a program um, so really those three for, in, for food uh, insecurity, um, Maxine and Lauren, I don't know if you guys have any on the food insecurity you want to add Project to that Angel list. Food, you know, um, I, yeah, that would be where I, I yes. go with that cause. And then also I'm staying kind of in the vein. Um, really for me, I was looking uh, at the LGBTQ um, arena, um, obviously with my involvement on LA Pride and um Trevor Project, they're they're here right in West Hollywood. They are the only nationwide 24-hour suicide hotline for LGBT youth. Um, I will tell you, because I was going to talk to the people over there, I was going to volunteer a couple of years ago um, and started to go through the process. And um, even though it is dedicated for LGBTQ youth, um, they don't turn anybody down and they do get um, people that call in that obviously are not used to so Trevor Project. Um, also, um, staying in the vein of the LGBTQ population, um, APLA Health, who um, helps uh, those of the community that are both HIV positive um, and also the LGBTQ community at large. So those, those are my local fix, picks uh, for Giving Tuesday. I went with, um, it's USVG. I come from the hospitality industry. So it's the US, I think, Bartenders Guild, where it's basically just support, especially now it's so important for hospitality workers, bartenders, 
barbacks, busboys, mm. servers who they're just const- they're losing their jobs during this pandemic and they're really, you know, suffering and now there's another shutdown coming. It's people like they're not going to be able to pay rent. They're not going to be able to have Thanksgiving meals, you know, because L.A. wants to shut down restaurants. So that's, I think, really important to me because I come from that industry. I have so many friends that are still in that industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I pick They're, You know, I know they're doing Thanksgiving meals for hospitality workers and it all runs on an honor system. It's like, you know, you don't have to prove anything. You don't. It's like no frills, I guess. You know, you're hungry, you need food, you don't have money, you know, to prepare Thanksgiving meals, so they will make your meal, they'll give you the groceries to make your own meal. So that, I think, is really important. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that. um, I would go with American Lung Association. Um, Obviously, I work there, but it's also, you know, I started with that cause because it's um, something that my mother passed away from, and I think that especially in light of COVID-19, you know, it is a respiratory illness. And so we're doing a lot in terms of research to try to put all of this COVID in our rear view mirror so that we can go back to life as we know it. Um, and another piece of that's really woven in there is addressing the racial health disparities that really affect communities of color when it comes to things like with the environment and big tobacco targeting kids with a lot of their messaging around vaping and whatnot. So um, you know, that with the environment and COVID-19. Um, so lung association for me. Mm. Love that. Well, that's a really great list. We'll put links to all of those in our show notes. If you, um, if anyone is interested in donating to any of those, but of course, put your dollars where your heart um, is um, because like, as I mentioned, uh, lots of need out there and, and the nonprofits across the industry. As part of Giving Tuesday, we are thrilled to highlight one of our local West Hollywood artists, Marisabel Basson. Marisabel is a Panamanian artist living and working in West Hollywood. She is known for her colorful, organic artwork and public commissions. A cross-disciplinary artist, Basson employs painting, mixed media, sculpture, video, and interactive art to create bold expressionistic works reflecting on topics and themes, including mental health, metamorphosis, and the human spirit inspired by her urban community. Bazan's work has been exhibited internationally, including the United Nations in Geneva, the Lancaster Museum of Art, Imagen Galleria in Panama City, and Andre Love Gallery in Miami, as well as public commissions, including the Dream Big Collection at Times Square in New York, the Dance of the Butterflies commissioned by the Arts and Cultural Affairs Commission of West Hollywood, and Il Camino de la Farfalla on the famous La Cresta Stairs in Panama City. Marisabel is known for her humanitarian partnerships, which have included the seven feet tall butterfly sculpture Ananda commissioned to support the 2016 HIV AIDS zero discrimination campaign from the United Nations and her Vida mural addressing the topic of homelessness commissioned by the Lancaster Museum of Art and History in Lancaster, California. Her mural, The Dance of the Butterflies, was selected as one of the top photogenic spots in Los Angeles and top nine murals in Los Angeles by LA Magazine and is included in the official tour of the city. Welcome, Marisabel Bassan. <laughs> Hi, Tracy. <laughs> Hi, my friend. How are you? That was a long bio. Wow. Wow. That was a long bio. But you know what? It- you know, it feels good to hear it because I never go back to, you know, to reading that. And it's, 
it's interesting, you know, as you were saying about the dream, the, um, the, um, the dance of the butterflies in West Hollywood, you know, that's where I started my art career, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. Well, how long have you been here in West Hollywood? Wow. Since 2000. So wow. that is a lot, a long time. Yeah. And you've been really involved in the community. I mean, that's how we met, met and your beautiful mural there of the butterflies, such a beautiful mural. Well, it's no longer there, but you know, we're going to ha have to find another spot because that, that space, a lot of people will write me that they would go and it was, it was so beautiful to have it there, but you know, <clears throat> we need to find another spot. We need to find another spot because that was a very beautiful, beautiful mural. Maybe we'll go ahead and put that as part of the feature article along with your picture because it was definitely one of my favorites and, a, like they said, a very hot spot here. And you're so known for your butterfly work. And um, you shared with me, I've seen your portfolio. I love the billboards, that project that you did in New York. I'm hoping that we're going to see that maybe somewhere splashed along one of the digital billboards here in West Hollywood with the new initiative that the city brought on last year. Yes. Yes. Um, well, Marisa Bell, tell us a little bit, um, as I was looking at your, your Instagram, um, and I'm so, th first of all, I forgot to thank you for um, coming on and being our guest this week on We Know We Ho. Um, we're such good friends. I, 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 yeah, we're such good friends, <laughs> you know, so that's so important that people know, like, we, 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 we met you know, through, you know, with the intention to, to, to do things together in the art community in West Hollywood, mm -hmm. but we have developed this, you know, close relationship and, you know, it's like, it's so fun to talk to you, Tracer. I, I love you. I know. And I think I met you through Maxine because Maxine met you at the Le Pere Hotel. Maxine wasn't able to join us today um, due to a conflict. And, you know, it's just such, it's such a wonderful community here in West Hollywood. And we like all know each other and I get on and I just... I, I love, you know, all my guests, like I was talking to Nick a couple of weeks ago and I can't, I think I've known Nick for five or six years, um, Nick Remedio. Um, yeah. So um, anyway, tell us a little bit um, about your, um, your love that gives back campaign. So let me read a little bit. I, and I pulled this right off your Instagram. So proceeds from each individual sale will find a meal for a child in Panama through the Panamanian um childhood association am i it's called broniñez it's called broniñez yeah well you know i like to i like to um maybe i don't i hope merge is the right word to merge you know always give back to the community especially mm -hmm. my country which is a small country and you know it's always in the need of help and always you know have a you know have those programs have a voice you know because we're so small, you know, and, and, um, you know, my, my, you know, Panama right now is being hit with, a, you know, COVID and, yeah. and, um, but even before COVID, I've always give, I've always give, give back to the community. And, you know, when I started painting, I actually, um, my first, my first introduction into the art world was these, um, this well-known um, auction called the San Felipe auction, which, which helps 
the you know our our um our community of San Felipe, which is the old city of Panama, which is the most beautiful city in my country. So that's how I started. So I've always believed that giving back, and I've always wanted to do that, you know, because I don't know for some reason, you know, I have it in my you know I have it in my heart that I have you know, this ability to create and, you know, it comes easy and sometimes it comes hard, but with the intentions of always to help somebody else, because I feel like I am blessed with being a creative person and, and make a living out of it and mm. um, helping people and also like kind of like getting them involved in the art world, because for me it has been a way to um to always be in touch with the kid inside of me to mm-hmm. always transform transform my emotions my process my 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 losses my my moments of happiness you know it has always been so involved with my probably my psyche you know it's been like therapy yeah. but also yep. you know I've learned that you know this is the way that I it makes me happy this is what makes me happy and creating special things for people you know and you know it's what I really kind of make you know like I don't think I came to be an accountant you know I think my pre- <laughs> yeah at all you know I think my purpose <laughs> is more like okay well you know I know that I'm good at this so let's really like like dive in you know so yeah and it's important always to help people because you know I'm I have a I am so blessed with so many beautiful things and making art is one of them and mm. you know giving back to my country that you know birthed me and also like you know people learning about Panama you know Panama is you know there's there there is a a canal that unites both oceans you know so yes. it's you know if you start get being aware of that small country that does that you know that through that country we can do that you know it also creates a voice for my country and also unites us as a world you know maybe i got a little mm-hmm. intense there but you know it's just how i have always been panama panama is bridge puente del mundo bridge of the world heart of the universe mm. i love that well and this program seems so amazing that it it really reaches a lot of areas by improving for for children improving education food health and recreation it just sounds like such a wonderful program um tell us a little bit about what um what you're actually what are are you selling marisabella are they little um are they butterflies i couldn't tell from the instagram yes well um i i made a collection um when covid started you know i was well let's see let's go back to some time ago like I've always been wanting to create something special for the holidays that brings joy, you know, and um, I've been like coming, you know, that, that, that idea has been brewing in my head. But when COVID started, I was like, I didn't know, like I was, I kind of like paused and I didn't know where to go. 
or what to do, you know, because it's so foreign to me, you know, and foreign to everybody. So you have to have compassion at the same time that you're figuring things out. So um, I just, I was like, you know, I have this material, I have these, and at some point, you know, I was offered a space to, to work where I could social distance, where I could actually be by myself. And um, it was a huge space. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to hire an assistant because, you know, when you're, you know, it requires so much handling, you know, because everything is, mm-hmm. is, is made by hand. And, and to create, I made 200 sculptures. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Sculptures. Each one painted, (laughs) hand-bent, you know, every single detail, you know, even like the packaging, everything is, everything is handmade. So I was like, okay. So I just, how do you say, dive in, dive, dove in. Mm -hmm. And and I created a um, a holiday Christmas ornaments. And with this okay. edition, I'm going to start doing an edition every year with the year. And it's so interesting because I decided to start this. This year was the year where I could where I could start making that collection. And it's 2020, a year that has been so life changing for the whole world. So, mm-hmm. um, so it was just everything just like um, magically came into my life and and I made that collection and um <clears throat> it's made with copper um it's in and copper has like healing um healing properties which was so important for me to bring to home it's they're it's colorful mm-hmm. each one is unique they're numbered I made <clears throat> an edition of a hundred called tiny and addition of a hundred called baby. So you have two sizes and okay, <laughs> yeah, because I, I saw that I, when I went, cause you know, last year for my Christmas, for my Christmas tree, sorry, I'm Panamanian and sometimes my tongue gets stuck. Okay. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> You're doing well. Better for you to speak in English than for me to speak in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, but um, <laughs> you're doing great you're doing so great last year when I did my Christmas tree it just like magically happened how we, we developed the Christmas tree in our home that I could do and and I just and I just went in the studio and and it really was so therapeutical and so um so enriching to the moment that we're living right now and so grounding you know it's so it was so spiritually connected you know um mm-hmm. and I developed this collection called the joy holiday collection and you know it's colorful it's beautiful you know it's really you know it, it comes with a poem um that I'm not going to reveal here because you know it it's better that you get it you know that somebody buys Aww, it I love it because it's 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 special you know and Aww. and that's what I've been creating for the past you know all this time that we've been you know I've been really like um paying attention to my whole online gallery and and just 
just appreciating the time that I have that is kind of quiet because the world is quiet and it's going through this, you know, life changing. It's like a transformation. Yes. And butterflies, which I'm sure you know, um, you know, metaphysically, they represent, butterflies represent transformation. Exactly. Uh, you know, because you have, the, it comes from the cocoon and the caterpillar and they make a cocoon and it's, it is a transformation. So I love that symbolism. And that's why I just love your work um, because the butterfly, I'm very, very drawn to the butterfly. And I love that you put copper in there and it's all about healing. And it just sounds like such a wonderful, wonderful gift. Um, are they available at Atacama Home too? I know that um, Doris is one of your friends. Yeah. Can we get them at Atacana Home? Are they available online? How do how do we? They're available them? online. They're available on my website, and they're available on Instagram, mm -hmm. and they're available on Facebook. Okay, and you have we have a limited number, so there's a limited edition of two hundred. Yes. Okay, and how much are the? There's two different sizes, so um, how much is each, each size? Um, the tiny one is two thirty five, and the baby is two fifty five. Okay. All right. And we have a percentage going um, back to the Panamanian Childhood Association. Exactly. You know, I mean, okay. one day is going to be the whole world, you know, but yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could just feed the whole world, you know. Uh, yeah, I know we talked about that um, in uh, our kind of my charity picks I was talking about. Um, you know, food, uh, food insecurity, which is like a major thing. I would, I'm with you. I want to feed the whole world, right? Just the basic things. I want to feed the whole world, give them good water, good health, and um, make sure everyone has a, they're safe and they have a roof over there. Yeah, head. but you know, <clears throat> that's the intention and it will bring, it will come forward to us. And the idea is that you start somewhere, you know, that's, that's what yeah. I, that's what I realized. Um, you start somewhere and and that becomes you know a little bigger and a little bigger and a little... so you start learning more you know so but you know I know that the, at the beginning you're like I want to just hit the world and just boom you know like I work for free it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but you know I have to pay bills and you know and I have to and 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 I have responsibilities so you know, but the good thing is that everything that I do, it always has, you know, the naming of it, the everything is involved with something to give back, which is important. One, you know, right now is my country, which, you know, gave me birth. And, you know, I feel like, you know, right there is the biggest blessing that I have. And, mm -hmm. um, you know. One, 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 you know, next time will be another country, and you know, and also Latin America suffers for so much hunger, you know, and, and our countries are so yeah. not developed in systems that can help, you know, people in lower income communities. So, you know, and also yeah. it's a cultural thing, too. it's a whole, you know, it's a whole school to change to, you know, to, to make this transform into something like America which I sometimes has better programs and helps more people you know but you start somewhere and that is the most beautiful thing because when you start doors open and you get guided with the universe you know I love that and everyone just if they do if they help out and they do something 
no matter how small, it's always such a big effort, um, you know, that comes from passion where their hearts lie. So it's so, so beautiful and so amazing. Well, we'll make sure that we put a link to all those um, where people can find your ornaments uh, in the show notes. Do you have, tell me, do you have any other projects um, that you're working on either here in West Hollywood or uh, around in Los Angeles? I'm, I'm, you know, sure with things and the pandemic slowing things down, I don't know how that's, you know, impacted art. I'm sure it has impacted art as it's impacted all other areas of business. Well, you know me, I'm like a, you know, I'm like a, like a beaver. I'm always working in several projects. Well, with Hollywood right now, I, I don't, right now I'm working on, I have a couple of things coming out. I have that, that collection that I, that I just, that I just released. I have a collection of scarves that I'm for Black Friday. Um, I'm working on some public projects, but right now with Hollywood, I don't have an abandon, but right now, um, I don't have anything coming up in West Hollywood, um, but um, a couple of things in Santa Monica, um, a couple of public projects that, you know, as soon as I can get the go, mm-hmm. but I would, love, I would love a new wall in West Hollywood. Oh, we need to find you one. Okay. Well, I know a lot of people are listening. I want, so. <laughs> I, we need a new wall and that it stays there forever. We need a new wall. You know why? Because, you know, um, it, this is, it doesn't come because I want to have a wall in West Hollywood. West, that wall, how that wall um, gave birth was because, first of all, I am a Latin American woman moving to Los Angeles, to the city where people dream, make their dreams come true. You know, I started mm-hmm. painting, um, you know, like in West Hollywood, like all of that developed there through the influence of the city, you know, through the embracing of the people. And there's so many, like, there's so much in West Hollywood and that inspired me, you know, and, 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 and all the people that have come to make their dreams come true in, in, in Los Angeles and have, and have found that they're not really an actor, that they, they, they become entrepreneurs in something else. It was such an inspiring um you know, it's always been so inspiring. So that wall represents, you know, the, you know, a place where you know people dance together, and a dance is a place is a is is a movement that you make with a partner, you know, so beautifully, you know, and that's what I always felt by living in West Hollywood. I felt embraced. I felt empowered. I felt loved. I felt, um, I felt like my imagination had always, you know, a place to to sit, and it was always welcomed. So you know, and then you know, the the, the most beautiful thing is that that was. I feel like that was some, somehow translated into the work that I did in that mural because people will write me back saying like, you know, your wall, you know, I go and sit there and I write my poetry or you would see dancers doing, uh, you know, all this, you know, movements there. And it was just mm-hmm. so beautiful that it was so, 
people embraced it, you know, you know, I want to make a place where people can always know that they can go there and get in their cocoon and just be with them and, and just, yeah, we need to find you another wall. I'm going to make that my mission because when I saw, or when you texted me that it was gone, I couldn't believe it. And I went by and I was just heartbroken because it was, I was so, so sad, you know, like, I know that was crazy, yeah. but we won't talk about that. Exactly. We're going to look for another wall for We're you. Gonna... Well, I think what you just said about West Hollywood, it was so heartfelt. And I think that's a, a great uh, way for us to, to round out our conversation with you today. Um, I'm also excited. I just learned that you're doing some those beautiful scars. I've seen those. Um, I'm very familiar with all of the, the things that you do because you've showed them off to me and I love them. Um, so I'm excited you're doing something for, um, for Black Friday. So everyone check out Marisabel Basan. I'm going to put links to her website and her Instagram um, in the show notes. And Marisabel, Muchísimas gracias for joining me today as my guest on We Know WeHo. I miss you, my friend. I'm so happy that you are in a space where you are just creating so many beautiful things. And I love this project. And I'm going to go online and get myself a little butterfly. To all the people in West Hollywood, there are a lot of people that don't know me, but, you know, their vibe is felt. And that vibe transcends into you know, my world and it is inspiring and it's reflected in every piece of work that I do. And genuinely, you know, um, I love where mm -hmm. I live and, um, I love my community and, and thank you so much for inviting me. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Oh, well, I hope to see you soon. Please, um, continue to stay safe. I hope you have a, a nice Thanksgiving celebration and thank you so much. I miss you. Likewise. I love you. Thank you, everybody. I love you so much. Uh, ciao, ciao. Well, that was a really fun show this week, uh, our special edition. Uh, I did want to mention actually one thing. I know we're not quite there with Christmas, but I kind of feel like we are. Uh, for those of you that celebrate, I saw a tree lot. Um, if you're looking for a Christmas tree set up on Sunset and Hammond. Um, so there is a Christmas tree lot set up there. Go check that out. And I don't have anything else to add. I'll look forward to hearing what everybody had for Thanksgiving dinner next week on our, our next week's episode. Oh, Connie, I think, that, I think that might be <laughs> that might oh. be Thanksgiving right there. <laughs> right? And I'm telling you, those cake monkey popovers, <laughs> if you don't feel like getting an entire pie for yourself, total pie fix for like five bucks. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Um, that was, like, so much fun. I love hanging out with these girls. It's always like a reunion. And, um, you know, we're just trying to keep it together. But from West Hollywood, that's a wrap. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, we hope you have a very safe Thanksgiving. Um, make sure you check in with your friends. Make sure everyone's taken care of. They've got a meal. Um, you know, a lot of people are home alone this thanksgiving so just really check in reach out um with your neighbors we're on this all in this together um and make sure you continue to uh please practice safety wear your mask wash your hands uh and then support your local businesses as we're getting ready for this new round of um restrictions and and lockdowns 